We're rolling. Okay, welcome back. This is Domina Ava after dark, and this is, I think this is episode 10 or 11. Um, I had launched a podcast yesterday that was really, really fun, but unfortunately the audio quality was so poor that um, I wasn't able to leave it up, and so I had to recalibrate, and here we go today with something entirely different than the bomb-ass podcast that I launched yesterday. (laughs) Yesterday was an interview with one of my collared pups, but he's not with me right now, and I have to get this podcast out there because I promised you all I would do a weekly podcast. So... Uh, after some thought, I decided that I'm going to do this episode on, as I burp, (laughs) that actually is so apropos for this episode's topics. We're going to do a podcast on the rare amongst the rare of fetishes. So these are fetishes that I don't get asked for, uh, in session as much, uh, they're they're quite rare, even within my world. And uh, I want to sprinkle a little bit of knowledge for all of you, provide some information that you might not have already known. And and uh, so, yeah, let's get it. So um, the first fetish that I wanted to uh, broach is the gas mask fetish. So it's very rare when I get asked... Um, for gas mask uh, in session, or somebody requests uh, that a gas mask is used, it's it's actually extraordinarily rare. Rare, and I don't know why. Um, I mean, the gas mask to me is is flipping fun, right? Like it's fucking fun. Rather, let's just swear. Um, yeah, it it it's sort of like mysterious. You know, it gives this mysterious essence when you have a full, like a full face gas mask. Um, it's mysterious and ominous and uh, dark and seductive. It's almost like alien-like. Yeah. And like I said, you know, it, it's anonymous. Like it gives it gives a person some sort of anonymity. Um, and just the, just even the, the essence of it, like, in some sort of bizarre world way, it's sort of like a, I think maybe we're all indoctrinated in some sort of way, and I think that maybe Darth Vader, like, even, like, <laughs> way back when, maybe had some influence on, um, on people in the subconscious realm, um, you know, with a shiny black, like, helmet and mask and just that. Sound it's rather interesting, um, but uh, essentially the fetish of the gas mask is it boils down to uh, uh, also breath play, and uh, so this this fetish appears to have a potential overlap with other types of paraphilic and or fetish 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 stick. <laughs> Fetish behavior, we'll just say that, particularly hypoxophilia, um, which is deriving sexual pleasure and arousal from oxygen deprivation. Um, Hypoxophiliacs have a variety of techniques to produce hypoxia-like suffocation 
by way of plastic bags, strangulation, um, inhaling uh, gases like chloroform, nitrous oxide, etc. through the gas mask. Um, so if a, if, uh, a client's into um, medical play, uh, you know, oftentimes, especially if, if a sub has a predilection for like, let's say, medical or dentistry i get uh requests for that like um there are some fetishists out there that do like the idea of um you know dentistry like you know that's that's their turn on i mean it really is like if you really think about it objectively somebody having a fetish for being a patient in a dental chair, well, it makes sense because it's, you know, it's quite scary and alarming and it's thrilling. Um, yeah, at the same time, which a lot of fetishes, it's, it's all about being, you know, a little bit scared and aroused. Um, so let's see, I'm just consulting my notes. Um, so there's a, there was an interesting 2011 paper uh, that I found online um, by this author from Nottingham University. And uh, he's a, um, rather, he's, an, he's a multi-authored uh, man. He's written a bunch of books. He teaches at, the, at Nottingham University in the UK, rather. And he examined the entertainment value of gas masks um, in a paper titled The Gas Mask a probe for exploring fearsome interactions. So he identified six key dimensions in, in designating fearsome interactions. So the first one was a cultural dimension um, that the gas mask, gas mask has a striking and unusual aesthetic uh, and uh, with strong cultural association, associations that invoke images of uh, riot control, police, um, just intimidation, really. And, um, and so this intimidation, like I referenced earlier with the, with the dental chair, um, this uh, intimidation, of course, um, comes into play when there's a dom in a sub uh, session or scenario, right? Um, and so the second key dimension that he mentioned is it has a visceral dimension so it's like just the striking physicality as i you know referenced earlier uh and the anonymity and just yeah it dovetails nicely on um the first dimension right there and then there's a control dimension they're all sort of offsets of one another um so in a social dimension, essentially being dehumanized, as I mentioned earlier, maybe robotic or alien-like. Um, so that's kind of cool. I found that to be intriguing. Um, so, oh, oh wait, there's a, there's a couple that I left out. A performance dimension. Um, I think they all sort of echo each other in a way now that I'm reading them over. Um, so let's, let's move forward from that. So, uh, yeah, 
like I said, the gas mask um, can be ominous, mysterious, uh, dominating the physicality of it. Uh, the sort of robot or alien-like factor to it. quite ominous. Um, so gas masks can also uh, be used to make my submissive smell. My B.O. or my farts um, through um, a tube. So I think that's rather fun when someone's tied down um, to my medical bed. Uh, so, yeah, I like doing this for sure. For sure. And uh, this is a great segue to get into the fetish of farts. So let's broach the second rare amongst rare fetish within this podcast. And, uh, and let's, let's dive into the fart fetish. So it's actually, I'll start by saying it's actually more common if, if this is, you know, if the fart fetish, if even the idea of that seems bizarre to you, it, it, like it's actually more common than you would think. I think most people are just sort of scared to ask for it who think about it. But um, I started Googling it before uh, I came online right now um, for this podcast. And I was surprised to see that there were epi- that there were articles by, like, you name it, like Psychology Today, Men's Health Magazine, GQ. Uh, there was lots of articles on the fart fetish and... Uh, and I, I do know that when I do have somebody come and see me for a session and I do ask them what their fetishes are, even though I've already sussed them out prior to um, the session, uh, oftentimes when I have someone seated in front of me, if I ask them to just relay what their fetish requests are, um, sometimes they'll, they'll say, you know, maybe fart fetish. Um, And if you are one of those people who is into the fart fetish, I want to give you a heads up. Don't wait until last minute to book with a mistress. If that's your fetish, if you want to get gassed out, uh, don't wait to let her know at the session or right before you want to book. Don't do that because it requires a lot of preparation. So... There are doms out there who are awesome at the fart fetish. And let me tell you, kudos to them. I'm not particularly amazing. I can be. It depends on the day. Um, but I need some preparation time. And so there are foods that I can eat that will react with me in order to cause me to be flatulent. And, and so I need time to like eat these foods and digest them. Um, yeah, the foods typically are for me, um, candy or like sulfured, um, dried fruit. Uh, yeah, that gets me good. Um, yeah. That, those are the mainstays for me, but uh, onions, uh, yeah, gross. And um, 
I'm sure there's some other ones, but those are the top ones that come to mind right now. So make sure if you're into the fart fetish that you let your mistress know far in advance um, because that's important. Um, And I do notice that due to this reason, um, due to the reason that subs may not give a, you know, enough advance notice to doms, I find oftentimes subs that are into the fart fetish, they become kind of discouraged to book with dominatrixes because oftentimes, um, they feel disappointed if they have books. Like if, you know, it's, it's one of the more difficult fetishes, uh, for Dom to provide. And, uh, and so let me break it down like this for you. If this is all so foreign to you. Okay. The fart fetish. Um, it's truly the reason why there's a fetish for it is it's truly, truly humiliating, uh, for the submissive and uh, the underpinnings of, um, BDSM and what it is, uh, in the context of a dom and a sub, obviously is, uh, there, the underpinnings are, are really, you know, about humiliation, whether, you know, someone wants to admit it or not, who comes and serves me there always is an aspect of humiliation, like always. And it doesn't have to be your classic form of like obvious humiliation. It can just be something that's not so obvious. Like someone kissing my feet, well, it, it seems innocuous on its surface, but it actually, it actually has a lot to do with humiliation, right? Like, and, and you take that and then sort of up the ante by I don't know how much. And, you know, within there is the fart fetish. So, so um, yeah, there's something super humiliating about it. And also just the mere fact that like a, a beautiful woman can be farting on your face. Like it, it, just the contradiction of social norms and they get really exciting. You know, it's like if I'm farting on someone's face and I'm, you know, considered to be very aesthetically pleasing by, you know, many people's standards, it just seems so wrong. I mean, <laughs> and, and there's a certain degree of, I don't give a fuck. And confidence that comes along with that. That is so sexy. You know? It's just like so sexy. And I mean, we've been taught as women, like women have been taught, you know, from the youngest of ages, just don't fart in public, you know, be a lady, <laughs> all that stuff. And and so to arrive at a place where you were like, I can override that indoctrination that has been imposed upon me by society. Um, there's a certain degree of, I don't give a fuck. Like truly, 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 truly there is. And that's very liberating. Um, I know I did a session with, uh, Damzonia recently. We did a duo and, uh, 
the guy didn't ask for farting, but <laughs> she farted on him continuously. And it was so fucking cool to watch. It was really, really cool. Um, just to watch him suffer. <laughs> and, uh, and just watch her just not care. I, it was really seductive to watch for me. Um, her just kind of, yeah. Um, he was, he was on the ground laying face up and, uh, yeah, she just, she just, um, bent down or like, uh, squatted down on his face and just farted over and over again. It was so cool. So, you know, you hear this like zero fucks given stuff everywhere you go, but like, nah, nah. Most y'all give fucks way too many um, where it's not necessary. And so there's something really cool about a woman who's so confident and she can do that. Um, so the fart fetish um, is a paraphilia which, like I said, people are aroused by, sexually aroused by flatulence. And... Um, I guess science has donned this fetish uh, in the fancy terminology as, uh, what is it, a proctophiles? A proctophiles? So um, proctophiles are said to spend an abnormal amount of time thinking about flagellants and having reoccurring uh, intense sexual urges and fantasies involving farting and flagellants. So um, I found an article, it was on men's health, um, about how, how these, these uh, people are, are basically, and I don't know this to be true, but this is according to this article, uh, it was an interview with a man who's um, into the fart fetish, and he indicated that he thinks uh, that there's uh, broadly like two camps uh, within the proctophiles um, fetish. And he said um, there's people who are into the smell and people who are into the sound. Um, I would say I, I'm not very familiar with people who are into the sound, but I guess then again, um, people who come see me in person, why would they be into the sound, they could have just called me for a session. So maybe that's why I'm not so familiar with it. But I think the vast majority of people who are in, like, I'm just going to speculate into this fetish, uh, are into the smell. Because that's real. <laughs> that's real. Um, and so you guys can think about it kind of like the dichotomy between, you know, guy who, like, ass men and breast men, you know, it's kind of like two camps, right? So, um, so there's that. And then what else did the article say? It said, I found it to be, like, rather interesting. Um, let's see if I can find it. So, Guys with a fart guys with a fart fetish explain what toots turn them on on men's health. And uh and so one guy that they interviewed 
he went by Johnny. And this was written in 2021, by the way, last year. When he was 13, he discovered porn and found himself attracted to all things ass and anal. Well, I'm sure a lot of you can understand that, right? Eventually, he found a, a video of a woman filling up, videos of women filling up their anuses with whipped cream and farting it out. From there, he found videos of just straight up farting and was hooked. Another guy, Patrick, a little before puberty, a, for a really long time, was really embarrassed and ashamed of it. But just like coming out of the closet has stages of coming out to yourself. I think I finally embraced my kink and I don't feel ashamed anymore. So most people, you know, basically, um, what I derive from these, um, from these people being interviewed is, and I'm going to echo what I've said in previous episodes, that, uh, that fetish is predominantly, um, influenced within the formative years, right? So within early, childhood, uh, whether people are aware of the moment that, uh, their fetish, uh, was, was discovered or not. I I think a lot of people don't, it's somewhere deep within their subconscious. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the, most people's fetishes, um, derive from early, early years. Um, so, like I said, I want to circle back to the contradiction of societal norms because that's actually echoed in this article. Um, and uh, sort of like I said, women are expected to be delicate, clean little butterflies. But then when someone rips a horrid ass and throws it out to out the window, there's also the trust inherent in showing that part of yourself. Oh, that's a cool, cool part. That's a cool thing to say. Our cool little idea so there is trust uh when a woman is farting because she's showing a part of herself that you've been like I'd be showing part of myself that I've been taught to hide like I said earlier um but I like how it's written here and uh, the obvious domination inherent in in farting on someone so yeah and there's an incredible confidence so so basically echoing what I said uh, so yeah, I think that, um, if you are into the fart fetish, cool, just, um, double back to what I said earlier. If that's a request of yours, make sure you let your dom know far beforehand, because there's, there's a lot of, in, there's a lot of, uh, preparation, um, you know, for that when it's done correctly, uh, there are big doms out there who are absolutely beautiful, like Damazonia, who I mentioned, or Goddess Tangent. She's she's great at that. She's so beautiful. These women are so beautiful, and they just just oh, they just don't give a fuck in that way. They just know they're gorgeous, and and uh, and they just yeah have their way with you so and i do that as well all right everybody well um let's see what else what else do we want to cover um maybe i'll get into more rare fetishes um 
in the next episode. I think that's probably good. I was thinking about getting into like splashing in this episode, uh, which is which is um, people sitting on food and rubbing food on themselves. Uh, me rubbing food on people. I was thinking about getting into stuff like that, but uh, in order to provide an in-depth podcast on these other topics, I think that I should probably circle back to them later on. uh, This has been, um, this podcast has been filled with information and that's exactly my intent when I launched it. Uh, I feel like there's a lack of education surrounding uh, what I do and I decided to take the reins and run with that and and provide you all with education that will help you, hopefully. Okay, if you uh, like what you heard and you want to hear more or you want to see more, I'm all over the social media, all over the internet. Just Google me, Domina Ava Savage. Thanks for joining me. Take care, everybody. Bye.